Welcome to One Tired Teacher, Episode 94, Three Important Reminders for Teachers. So today, I just want to give a little bit of a reminder for some important things that I think teachers should be doing, especially right now during this insane time of virtual teaching or teaching online and face-to-face at the same time or hybrid or all the other crazy things that are going on. And I just want to remind teachers of a few things. So I hope you stick around. Welcome to One Tired Teacher. And even though she may need a nap, this teacher is ready to wake up and speak her truth about the trials and treasures of teaching. Here she is, wide awake. Wait, she's not asleep right now, is she? She, she is awake, right? Okay. From Trina Debery Teaching and Learning, your host... Trina Devery. Hey, so I have been in a lot of different Facebook groups this week and really just listening to teachers and feeling feeling the weight of that for teachers and feeling like, whew, it's a lot. And I know I talked about that recently and I got very emotional and I was pretty upset, but there's some things I want to remind teachers because I think they're important, and I think sometimes we we need to, to remind ourselves of these things. So the first the first thing I want to remind you of is to take care of yourself. I think that is so so important. It's so important for you to take care of yourself and your mental health and your body and your mind, and and that kind of starts. This first one is going to start with making sure that you get enough sleep. So that is vital. You want to make sure that you are getting enough sleep at night so that you can deal with the day ahead of you. I I know last week I was so tired on Thursday and Friday. Like I woke up on Thursday morning and I swear I felt like I was going to just start crying because I'm like, no, it can't be time to wake up. I'm so tired. I just, I didn't know how I was going to get up. I was just dragging. I stopped drinking coffee uh, several years ago and all I drink is green tea. So I have a little bit of caffeine, but I don't have like a massive amount. Plus I do take medication for ADD. And so that is, you know, very like it's a stimulant. So you, I guess it's a stimulant, but it it makes me feel like that. So I wouldn't add a lot of caffeine on top of that anyway. So I, but I couldn't wake up. I'm like, I can't wake up. I am not going to be able to get through this day. It's so hard. There's so many things that are, you know, that go on at school and the social distance and, you know, making sure your mask is on and. And like all the craziness that's going on, teachers crying, the media center being, you know, used for indoor recess and the list goes on and on. So I'm like, I can't go to school with this, like being this tired. So I had a cup of coffee and I normally have like this morning ritual, which I think is another important thing to remember is to keep some rituals, have some of those rituals that help you like start off your day. So I'm going to add that in for free. I'm going to add that one into that's what my principal used to say, I'm adding that in, I'm giving that for free or whatever he would say. But um, anyway, I would, I would make sure that I, I make sure when I wake up, like I come, you know, I come down, I get my, my, I drink a, like at least a glass of water before I even eat. Cause first of all, I'm like starving. I must sleep with my mouth wide open. 
I mean, not starving. I'm like dying of thirst. And so it is, and I am like, so I drink my water, I eat, I have my tea and I just relax. I kind of sit there and relax. Sometimes I watch the news, which is not relaxing. Sometimes I watch HGTV, um, which is much more relaxing. And so I will do something like that. I give myself at least 30 minutes to kind of like settle into the day. And I start to feel a little bit more awake after I've had my green tea and my, I've had my vitamins and I've had my, my breakfast. And then I'm ready to, to, you know, go up stairs and get ready, start getting ready. And I really enjoy this morning ritual because it kind of like sets my tone for the day and wakes me up. Well, I still wasn't awake. So I get to school and I'm like, I'm still tired. I had another cup of coffee at school. What in the world? And then it like really kicked in. And I felt like I was like zinging around the the building. I was like, I felt wired like it was this crazy intense feeling and I'm like oh my goodness and I felt like I needed to eat to like take that that wired speedy edge off and when I finally had lunch it didn't help and even when I had dinner I still felt that way but I was still so tired have you ever felt like you've had so much caffeine but yet you're exhausted you want to sleep but now you're like wide awake so that did not help me that was that was like the worst thing I could have done to myself and then I, I went out to dinner with friends on Thursday night and which I rarely ever do and we ate late for me. I feel like an old person. Like we ate at 630. That's not late. But I come home from school and at five o'clock I am like starving. So 630 was long. So I ate even before we went because I was so hungry. And then it was like late by the time I went got home and I was so wide awake and oh and I didn't get enough sleep. And so then I didn't have enough sleep for Friday and I was super tired all over again. And one of the reasons I don't drink caffeine is because it makes me very grouchy. I feel very agitated. It doesn't help with my anxiety. And it just makes me feel like super, like triply anxious, if that's a word. And so I get really stressed out. So I don't do that. So I did not do it on Friday. But that's where I'm like, this is a really important thing for teachers to remember, you have to get enough sleep. Sometimes, especially in the first couple of months of school, and maybe you have to put off some of those um, enjoyable evenings with friends until you kind of get situated to the routine that you're in because it's it's super exhausting it's so tiring so that's my first thing to remind you is to take care of yourself and get enough sleep it's vital and you know how much is enough for you like they say like I think it's on average people get seven to eight and I know I'm a person that needs nine I have to have nine hours like my average is nine my average isn't eight or seven in fact seven is not enough And eight is just, mm, so nine is my sweet spot. So try to find, try to find your sweet spot and stick to that, especially for the first couple months. It will really help with your stress and your ability to perform the next day. So think about it as that I'm trading off this time that I'm giving up with sleep, which is totally worth it. And in the end, I'll be so much more efficient. So that's tip number one. So the second reminder, tip number two, the reminder number two that I want to share, and that is to take care of yourself. Again, another take care of yourself. And in this case, it has to do with like being really intentional with put giving some time for yourself. Now, it may be in the form of working out, which I highly recommend because I think it's a huge stress burner. And I think it, it, I know for me, it totally gets me out of my head. And if I'm working out and I'm into the workout, 
I don't think about school as much. And if I do, like I'm working out enough to like keep my mind off of it. Like, especially if I'm doing some kind of cardio that I really have to concentrate on. And, and if I don't, then sometimes it makes the cardio go by faster. (laughs) But those chemical endorphins are kicking in. And it almost feels sometimes like, like, I have poured water over the top of my head or I've broken an egg over the top of my head. It like just oozes down my brain. It literally feels like that. And I feel like a sense of calm. So those, those, that serotonin boost that you're getting is a real thing and it completely helps and it totally takes the edge off. And I know you feel like you don't have enough time to do things like sleep and exercise when you've got lesson plans to do and you've got, you know, virtual, um, teaching creations that you have to make and you've got to be ready for your in-person teaching and you've got there's just so much it's so much but we're not going to do be able to do everything and that's the thing we're not going to be able to do everything it's it's impossible so we're going to do the best that we can but we still cannot rob ourselves of vital necessities. We can't rob ourselves of sleep. We can't rob ourselves of exercise. We have to take care of our body or our body is going to, is going to, is we're going to pay the price. We're going to get sick. We're going to get, we're going to be tired. We're going to be grouchy. We're going to be inefficient. So really keep those two reminders in mind. So, and if it's not exercise, if you're not a big exercise person, maybe even taking a walk will help or meditating. Meditating can be really intentional and you're focused on the moment. You're focusing on breathing. One, one way that I learned to breathe through my yoga certification was that, and I thought this was really interesting, like breathing in through your nose and a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth is called pranayana breathing. But one, another form of breathing that's supposed to like settle your brain is if you breathe in, like you do a regular breath in through your nose and then you hold like the right nostril and you breathe out the left side and then you breathe in the left side, that one nostril And then you flip your hand to put your finger over your left nostril and breathe out through your right nostril. So then you breathe in through your right nostril and then out through your left nostril and then in through your left nostril and out through your right nostril. And then see how that goes. So you're breathing, you're breathing out and in and the same nostril and then you're switching and it works. Do it for like not even just a couple minutes and you will feel a huge difference. So keep that in mind as well. And then my final reminder, because I want today, today's episode to be kind of short and sweet. So to, today, blah, my final reminder for today is to be intentional with your time. This is something I recently learned on a podcast, I think somewhere. And it has been, it has been like a huge, made a huge difference. Like the suggestion was to write down three to five, no more, three to five things on your to-do list. Maybe you like have a massive to-do list and you've got like 25 or 50 or hundred or whatever you have. Cause I, I know, I remember the beginning of the year, it was insane. And I have a long to-do list for myself as well, as far as being a media specialist. And on top of that, also owning a business and doing a, two podcasts and the list goes on. So yes, but I, every day I'm like, I'm only going to be able to accomplish three to five things. So now I'm going to take 
three things to five, three to five things. And I usually do push it to five. I'm going to be honest, but the five things that I can accomplish for the day, because I want to feel a sense of accomplishment every day. Not like I've got 20 million other things left to do. So I've got those five things on my to-do list and I've written them down and now they're, now they're there for, for the day, but not only do I have them written down, now I am going to actually plan out the time period. Now this is huge because when you start to give yourself, you start to realize that you are going to need, let's say, like today, I'm working on a lesson with a fifth grade teacher this week that has to do with researching for Spanish, Spanish, Spanish heritage month. And so she wants to her kids to do some research on that. So I'm going to teach them how to use, um, what is it called? Oh, I just went right. Oh, KidRex, which is like a Google search engine for kids. So KidRex, which I'll link to in the show notes, KidRex. It's not KidRex.org or .com anymore. It's like change. But if you Google it, then you'll find it and it like comes up as something else. But it's actually still the same thing. And it's very helpful. It's a kid's search engine. And so I'm going to teach them how to use that to find things that they're looking for for Spanish heritage and maybe particular people. And then I'm also going to show them how they can use our, you know, our media center too, like our, our destiny, our system that's destiny for our for where you know to, for them to be able to tell what resources we actually have in the media center and then we have a online resource library too called capstone so they're going to I'm going to show them how to search in there as well. So those are a few places I'm going to sh- to show them how to find, you know, information and how to be able to kind of determine if it's the right information for them and like what's the source and is it a credible source? Are they finding it on Wikipedia and then talk a little bit maybe even about Wikipedia and and how you know, information is a collaborative way, source of information. And sometimes everything is, is factual, but sometimes it isn't. So we have to be careful with things like that. So I'm going to go over that. And then I wanted to show them a quick piece of technology that they could use to share what they learn. And I wanted to do it in Padlet. Okay, so this whole lesson I've got going in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to give myself two hours to develop the lesson, develop the materials, develop everything that I need for this, make sure I have the essential questions and the overview and the objectives. And I've shown a gradual release of responsibility and all that stuff that you have in a lesson plan. So I'm like, that's a lot. So I'm going to put all that together and I'm giving myself two hours. Now, the reason I'm giving myself such a specific time frame is because if we just think I have the whole day to do it, we'll take the whole day to do it. It's really interesting how the brain works. If they think they only have a certain amount of time, you work faster, you work more efficiently. You go, okay, I'm going to get this done in two hours. I gave myself an hour today to get my, to get this podcast done. And I'm like, this is the time frame that I have. This is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to get it done. And that's all the time that I have. And so it really has made a huge difference. It also kind of tells you how many hours to expect. Like if I, if I get those five things and I realize I've got like 10 hours of work, then I'm like, that's not going to work. I've got to take one of these things off because I'm not going to be able to get that all done. And then I'm going to feel defeated at the end of the day. And I'm going to go into the next day feeling like I didn't finish the first day and I'm behind. So it's, it's a really, really helpful tool to use those specific timeframes. It, it makes your forces your brain to really stay intentional in the moment. Hopefully that helped. So those are the three things that I wanted to remind you. I wanted to remind you to take care of yourself and get enough sleep. 
I wanted to remind you to make sure you're exercising and taking care of yourself in that way or you're meditating or you're, or you're breathing because we have to breathe. And then the third thing I wanted was to tell you about some intentional time like management strategies and, and putting time limits to your tasks. Hopefully that gives you a little bit of a boost for the week and gets you through the next couple of weeks. Hang in there. I know you're doing your very best and some of what is asked of you is completely, completely outrageous and you can only do what you can do and then you have to give yourself a little bit of grace and forgiveness because you're, it's okay not to be perfect. It really is. All right, this one tired teacher is ready for a short, a short, maybe 30 minute nap. Until next time, sweet dreams and sleep tight. (laughs) 